I've been so gone for so long, suffering, suffering. When I knew who to call on, with the flesh I would struggle in. Hey, and what did I do? Run to the broad path that the world led me to. Back then, if only I knew it. I'd over and stole, I would've never run to you. Hey. Streets, I'm praising God is amazing. Lord, you're so amazing. He gave man an inspiration. God is amazing. Lord, you're so amazing. Walking with the Lord, the Bible in my soul. Cause the evil won't be grinding like a lion when he wild. I'm ready for the war. He won't be me no more. In Christ, I got the victory. It's over for the boy. Standing in the spirit, he see it and he fear. I'm protected by the blood, he can hear it in my lyric So when he bring the pain, get rebuked in Jesus' name Have him running with his tail, huh, can't you see I'm changed? On the streets I'm praising, God is amazing Lord, you're so amazing, he gave me the inspiration God is amazing, Lord, you're so amazing Please look out for me and here's my proof God been calling me ever since my youth Back then, if only I knew Would Jehovah had in store, I would've never run to you Hey, I don't wanna be a rich man I'd rather be Lazarus In the bosom of Abraham With love, peace, and happiness Hey I'd rather be feeble than the camel trying to pass through the eye of a needle. Freeing my people, he can't part with his possessions, then the Lord ain't gonna believe him. Hey, on the streets I'm praising, God is amazing, Lord, you're so amazing. He gave me the inspiration, God is amazing, Lord, you're so amazing. I was here to meet. Shall inherit the earth And those whom God has chosen He has ordained before birth Satan knows your worth He wants to see you cursed Before you come to God He'd rather see you in the hearse That's why he wants you banging Fornicating and slanging If he can keep you occupied Then he can keep you hanging On to a wire Chasing your desires So you can swim eternally With him in the lake of fire Where everybody weeps With gnashing of the teeth No more getting turned up You'll be burning up with grief Begging for forgiveness Crying for forgiveness Looking to an ending of a pain With no ending On the streets I'm praising 
heart is amazing. Lord, you're so amazing. He came in the inspiration. God is amazing. Lord, you're so amazing. Please look out for me. Amen, amen. Good morning, saints. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're going to do a little Bible study with a message this morning. Bible study with a message. Uh, once again, this is Brother Morris, a.k.a. Deacon Morris, looking to be Pastor Morris. Of God is Amazing, Center for Worship of Jesus Christ. That's God is Amazing, Center for the Worship of Jesus Christ. Um, today, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about the thorn in Paul's flesh. Once again, it's the thorn in Paul's flesh. Now, I want you guys to understand something, saying we must always lead in with prayer. Uh, if you don't hear me say it, sometimes I pray before I get on. Uh, but I'll try my best to remember to make sure that we pray together as we lead in to this. I always want you to understand that when you do go into prayer, always make sure that you go into prayer with a with asking God for forgiveness of whatever sins you know you've committed. Uh, you don't have to call him out by name. You can simply ask him to forgive you of all the sins. And that's what we're going to go into because you must understand this, saints, that God, it's hard for God to hear your prayers while you're in your sin. So you must ask for forgiveness of your sins. Seal it with an amen in Jesus, in the name of the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. And then you pray. Uh, he will pray. It's a, it won't hurt also if you can go into it with some, you know, with the, whatever, with some, with a good frankincense for some instance and some, and some singing. That'd be awesome too. But. This is what we're going to do, all right? Are you ready? You ready? Here we go. Before we get into prayer, I want to remind you, saints, when Jesus was showing us how to pray, um, Jesus never, never bowed and prayed and looked down, never on his face, and if you read through the Bible and scripture, several people, when they f came in the presence of angels, that's when they fell on their face. And they were all told to stand up and that they were not God. You understand? So listen closely. When you pray, you are to pray. You pray, you look up to the heavens because that's where God is. You don't close your eyes. You look up with your hands together and you pray. Now look up through the heavens. Look up to where God is, saints. And let's start this prayer. Dear Lord, we come to you right now, Father, asking you to forgive us of our sins and the things that we have done that you would not like and that are unlike you. All the bad things that we know we have done, Father, we need not call them out by name because you know them. But we do need to ask you for your forgiveness of our sins so that you can hear the words of our prayers in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we come to you right now also asking, Lord, that you give us wisdom, spiritual wisdom, 
to understand what it is you wish for us to receive in this hour, in this moment, this minute, this day. We ask, Father, that you give us the eyes to see in the spirit, the ears to hear in the spirit, the mind to understand and the wisdom to discern in the spirit and the heart to love the breaking down as well as the building up in the spirit. These things be asked in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today, saints, we're going to go into talking about the thorn in Paul's flesh, the thorn in Paul's flesh. This has been a debated topic by many people, uh, biblical scholars from to from here to there for years, centuries even. So today we're going to go into the book first first corinthians chapter 15 first corinthians chapter 15 okay um we're going to start at verse we're going to start at verse 1 all right amen so I'm going to give you a little time go into your book your bible if you grab your bible and we're going to get into Chapter 15, verse 1 of First Corinthians. That's, you're going to look for the word Corinthians and with the number 1 in front of it. Corinthians, C-O-R-I-N-T-H-I-A-N-S. You're going to look for the number 1 in front of it, okay? C-O-R-I-N-T-H-I-A-N-S. And, and that's going to be closer to the back, um, not that close, but closer to the back, more than halfway through the Bible. More than halfway through the Bible. Um, in the Bible. So we're having a little technical difficulties. Well, give me a second. Amen. Amen. Work with me, saints. Work with me. Enemy is trying to interfere, but he can't do it. So I see what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to keep tapping this screen because the devil is angry. Blood will get the hints in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Get the hints in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I keep tapping the screen over and over there. I see what I'm going to do. Okay. Once again, here we are. So if you found it, say amen. Amen. Say amen, saints. Amen. Okay, look. Chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians. Moreover, this is Paul talking. Brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you. Let me translate it. Moreover, I declare unto you the gospel. I'm giving you the gospel which I preached to you, which you received where you stand. So you received the gospel when you heard it. Amen. Amen. Which you preached. He said, by which you are saved. So you, you, you heard the gospel where you stand and now you're saved. If you keep it in memory, what I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. So you have to carry what you learn and keep it in memory in your heart and in your mind. Or else, what, or else when you were saved, you were saved in vain. 
we're at verse three of chapter 15, first Corinthians for I delivered. I, for I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. So I'm giving you, I, I was doing a brief translation after each script, after each verse, just letting you know. So we're at verse three and he says, for I delivered unto you first that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture. So I'm giving you what I received as well. I received this just like you're receiving this. I'm no different than you. I'm giving you what I read in the scriptures, as you read it in the scriptures, that Christ died for us, for our sins, for what we did that was wrong. Sins are what were wrong, the wrong things that are done, the bad things. Okay? And, and, and we're at verse four, and that he was buried and that he arose again the third day according to the scriptures. So he's telling you that, that Christ died for you and for me and the things that we were doing that were wrong. He carried those wrongs with him into the grave. He was buried and he rose and he came back to life. He was resurrected the third day and according to the scriptures. At verse five of chapter 15 of first Corinthians. And he was seen of watch this. See, this is what's good. It's about to get thick. Put your boots on. Amen. Saints say amen. Say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, and he was seen of Cephas. Now for you who, for you who don't know, Cephas was the name given to Simon Peter or Peter. Uh, that was the name that, Christ gave Peter, but also what's his name from the very before the foundation of the earth? Because if you go back to the book of Jeremiah, first chapter, you'll find in the fifth verse where he says, before you were formed in the womb, I knew thee, you know, I sanctified thee, you know, a prophet among the nations. So if God, if you have been chosen by God, you were chosen before you even came into the being before you were, excuse me, it said before you were formed in the belly, I knew thee. You understand? Before you were in your mother's stomach, Christ had already, I mean, Christ and God had already ordained you who you were. Understand? Amen. 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 Jesus is amazing. God is amazing. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, once again, where five, he said, and was seen of Cephas. So remember of the third day after when he first arose, he was seen of who? Cephas. Who was Cephas? That's Peter. Remember that. That's Peter. Cephas means stone or rock, okay, in uh, Hebrew. After that, he was seen of above 500. Did you hear that? So after Peter seen him, after Peter seen Christ after his resurrection, he was seen by above. What does above mean? More than, more than 500 brethren at once of whom the greater part remain to this present by this present. He's talking, we're talking about Paul's present in that time. So at that time was Paul's present. You know, this is our present at that time was Paul's present. So at that present, he had been seen at the, the resurrection. He had been seen by Peter. Then of the 12, hold on. Amen. He was seen by Peter. Who was then of the, then of the 12. After that, he was seen of over 500 people. 
seen by Peter then of the two. Oh, hallelujah. That's why I see, Lord. That's why you did that. <laughs> I, did. I missed that the first time around. Glory be to God. Thank you for your wisdom. Hallelujah. Thank you for your reproof and correction. Hallelujah. So he was seen by Peter. Then he was seen by the 12, the 12 that walked with him closely. After that, he was seen by over 500 people. Now, saints, why? This has not been preached in our church. This is not being preached in our churches right now. It's not being told that after Peter seen that Peter seen them first. Okay, amen. I've heard that. Uh, but then of the 12, okay, I've heard that. Amen. But after that, this is the part that I haven't been hearing in the church. Amen. Is that he was, and you are hearing it from the God is amazing center for worship, church of worship of Jesus Christ. Amen. Of... <clears throat> Over 500 brethren, 500 of the brothers. He said brothers, that's his brothers, people who believe as well. It's probably for few that maybe, amen, look, of whom the greater part remain until this present, but some are falling asleep. Now, saint, when you hear sleep in the Bible, saints, that means to be dead or have passed away, amen? So who? So he was seen by that um, or more than 500, right? So I'm getting you up to speed because we're going to verse seven. Uh, and then by, uh, he, he was seen by Peter, then by the 12 that walked with him. Then, so that what well, that's a total of what? 13. Um, and then he was seen by more than 500 brethren, brothers, of whom most of was still alive at the point when Paul was writing his letter. And some had already passed away. After that, he was seen of who? James, which is, if you were going to read any Bible in a book of the Bible, James is an awesome book to read. He was seen by James. Amen. Then of all the apostles. Amen. All the apostles. Amen. All that have been anointed to be teachers of the gospel, preachers of the gospel, prophets of the gospel. Amen. Apostles. Hallelujah. We're on the eight. Uh, chapter 15, verse eight. Remember, first Corinthians. Last of all, he was seen of me also. Who is me? This is Paul speaking. As of one born out of due time. Amen. Amen. He was born out of the time frame that this all happened. Amen. By born, we're going to remember this now. Born is what? Born again. Okay. In this phrase, in this passage, the way Paul is using it, we're speaking of being born again. Amen. So he was born again after these times. Amen. For I am the least. Okay. Now we're getting to that thorn. Amen. You're about to find out. The Lord revealed this to me. Hallelujah. Here's Paul's thorn. But after I before I, I am the least of the apostles, see, he, he he considers himself to be least. But why that I am not meat? So I am not worthy, meat worthy, M-E-E-T meat, not the meat you eat, brother, even though this is meat for the soul, meat for the spirit, meat to connect you with God, food to eat and sup with God in the spirit. Amen. Let's get back to it. For I am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. What is Paul's? Did, did we just discover Paul's thorn? Paul feeling he is not worthy because what? He persecuted. I persecuted the church of God. But amen. This is Paul's thorn. 
Paul's thorn is feeling that he is less than all the apostles because he once was a persecutor of the church. He once jailed Christians. He once raided houses. He once raided gatherings of Christians and had them incarcerated. This was Paul's job. He used to be Saul of Tarsus, a persecutor of the church. Amen. This is Paul's thorn to constantly live and walk in the understanding in his flesh that he once persecuted those which accepted him of our God that accepted him and anointed him and gave him a walk then saved many but still had to have this in the back of his mind. The back of Paul's mind, he was a persecutor of the church. So he did not feel worthy or on the same level as James or on the same level as Peter or on the same level as Mark or Matthew or Luke or all the other apostles, Thomas, Andrew. He didn't feel on their level because he used to persecute these type of people. Amen. But watch what he says in, in verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. This is Paul accepting the thorn. This is Paul accepting what he used to be. This is Paul acknowledging his weakness. This is Paul accepting his past. This is Paul turning away from his past. Amen, saints. Amen. Amen. Paul has accepted who he was. Paul understands what he used to be. But the weakness, the weakness is what makes Paul stronger. Hallelujah. Watch him go. Watch him go. Watch him go. Let's go back to the top of verse 10, chapter 15, 1 Corinthians. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, yeah, that bestowed. In other words, his grace, which I was blessed with, huh? Amen. His grace, which he gave me, uh, outside of that, his grace, which he was a gift to me, amen, was not in vain, huh? Amen. He said, it was not in vain, amen. Let's say it again. It was not in vain, amen. He said, but I labored more abundantly than they all, hallelujah. But I labored more abundantly than they all, hallelujah. But watch this. Watch, it, watch, it, watch him break back to the meekness. Watch him go back to the meekness, huh? He's going to get back to, to uh, wait a minute. But I labored more abundantly than they all yet not I huh take me out of the equation Lord take me out of the equation is what Paul did he said, I'm gonna take me out of the equation Lord he said but but he says he says he says amen he says yet not I but the grace of God which was with me hallelujah but the grace so hold on, let me say not I you know, let me say it again yet not I I, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me, saints. So as you walk with God, understand you must take you out of the equation. Uh, you must take me out of the equation. We must take 
us out of the equation and glorify in the grace of God and walk in the spirit and let God have all the praise. Let God get all the glory. Let God get all the understanding. Let God get all of the love. Amen. We must allow God to get his praise in our walk towards him so that when we face others and they try to put us on a pedestal and it's nothing but the enemy and when we try to allow others to say brother you did that you preached that no it was the spirit of god that preached that well yeah you boy you show talk that no it was the spirit of god working through me to talk that talk uh uh uh, uh you you the man you it's the spirit of god that made me who i am hallelujah god gets the glory we get zero amen let me say that again. God gets the glory. We get zero. Here we find Paul. Paul saying, letting you know, here's the thorn. Back to the subject. The thorn in Paul's flesh is what? Huh? For I am the least of the apostles. Why? That I am not worthy to be called an apostle. Why are you not worthy, Paul? Because I persecuted the church of God. Huh? This is the thorn in Paul's flesh. The thorn in Paul's flesh uh, is that Paul thought, Paul understood that he once was a sinner. Paul will never forget that he once was a sinner. What's the thorn in Paul's flesh? Huh? He must live amongst the people that he must persecute him. He must save the people. He must help God to save the people he once persecuted. He must be a messenger of God and an ambassador of the Lord to the people that he once jailed. He must be an ambassador of the Lord to the people that he once had thrown in jail. He must be an ambassador of the Lord to the people he once chased down and hunted like dogs and wolves. He must be an ambassador, a healer, an anointer, and a doorway to the Lord for the people that he once tormented. This is Paul's thorn. On the road to Damascus, Paul rode on his horse, proudly seeking to go kill and I mean, to go and to go torment and jail more Christians when he was knocked off his horse and blinded. And Jesus asked him, Why dost thou persecute me? He said, Lord, I don't persecute you. And he Lord let him know when you persecute my people, you persecute me. Paul was blinded and he had to go through a series of obedience. He had to be obedient to be restored. He had to depend on people that he persecuted for restoration, to be restored, to have his sight taken back. He had to go to Ananias and Ananias had to put the mud on his eyes and then he was able to see again. But he had to do it all in faith. The very people he persecuted, he needed to be fully restored back to what he used to be fully restored to something greater than what he used to be. Amen. 
This is what we're, this is a challenge, amen. This is your challenge. This is my challenge. And this is Paul's thorn, his weakness. And that weakness is what made Paul strong, amen. And if you don't, let me give you a little bit more confirmation. I want you, let me give you some time because I I already have my bookmark in. I want to let you know, this is not written down. This was not thought up. This right here, because in the scripture, you know, that Bible tells you, you're not supposed to write down and think about what you're going to say. You get up there and you open that Bible and you preach that word and God is going to give you that message. Think not for what you will say, for in that hour I will pour out of your mouth rivers of living water. Out of your belly rivers of living water. You don't need to think about what you're going to say when you deliver a message. You don't need to think about what you're going to say when you do for Bible study. You don't need to think about what you're going to say when you deliver a, a sermon. That's man putting himself into it. And when you put yourself into it, you tank God's message. This is what Paul is doing in his weakness. He is putting God first. With every bit of his testimony, he takes himself out and allows God to have the glory. Amen. Amen. Can I get amen, saints? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't get scared now. Stick with me. Stick with me. All right. We're going to confirm some stuff now. Now, if you're already at second Corinthians second, that's Corinthians with the number two in front is not too far from the, from the first one. It's like a couple of pages, maybe one, one or two. Amen. Saints. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad you're sticking with me. Saints. Look, so we're going to begin at uh, verse f- five, no, four, amen, of chapter 12, second Corinthians. Once again, that's Corinthians with the number two in front, chapter 12, verse five. I mean, four, how that he was caught up. Hold on, hold on, seven. I'm going to go with three. Let's start at three. And I knew such a man whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knows, huh? Amen, huh? Huh? Look at him. God knows. Paul always giving this credit due to God. Amen. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. So I can't tell you because this is not for me to tell you. It's for God to reveal of such in one, we're we're at five now. Of such and one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmity. So so I'm not gonna glory in 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 the power that God has put in me. I'm not gonna glory in how many people God sent to me. I'm not going to glory in how many people God sent to me that I was able to try and keep on a road. I'm not going to glory in how many people that I was able to probably talk out of hurting themselves or killing themselves by way of the spirit. What does he say? Yet not myself, I will not glory, but in my infirmities. What infirmities? Infirmities means your weaknesses. 
When you sick, you go to an infirmary because there's something that is not firm about your body. It is infirm, the opposite of firm, your infirmities. Amen. We're at six of verse to be where it's six of chapter 12, second Corinthians verse six. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool for I will say the truth. But now I refrain or I will not, I, I, lest any man should think of me above which he see me. Amen. You see that to be or that he heareth of me. See, so some pe- people might be speaking very highly of me, amen, but it's not me, it's the spirit of God. Uh, people may see me as higher than, uh, 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 than who I am, but it's not me, it's the spirit of God. It is working through me, that's shining through me, that's working in me, that is making and allowing me to be the one that you see before you today, hallelujah. Amen. 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 Saints. Listen, we're at seven. Unless I should be exalted above measure, unless I should be exalted higher than I am through the abundance of the revelation, through what people hear about me or what they think they see or know of me, there was given me what, uh, what, 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 what? A thorn in the flesh. The messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. The messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted. What does buffet mean? You buff your car. Uh, you shine it up. Let's take it better. Let's stretch it out. Let's make it sound French and call it buffet to feed or to build up. Uh, let's say uh, either way, you're, you're trying to make me bigger than I am. You're trying to make me fuller than I am. You're trying to make me shinier than I am. But it is not me. It is God. Let's drop to eight. For this thing, I besought the Lord thrice. He's always he's besought. What does he tell? He prayed. To the Lord thrice. What is thrice? Once, twice, thrice. It's three. That it might depart from me. I pray, Lord, I, I don't want this. I don't want nobody building me up, lifting me up above my measure. And he said unto me, amen, this is, and this is the Lord talking after me, unto me. And he said unto me, this is God talking to him. This is Jesus by way of the spirit in Paul. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Amen. What's Paul's thorns? He's being lifted above. He feels he's being lifted above who he is by man. But what is his greater thorn feeling he is less than all the other apostles because he once was a persecutor of the church. Amen, saints. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities, in my weakness. I would rather talk about my weaknesses. I would rather talk about that I used to be a persecutor of the church. I would rather talk about I used to talk about the, the, the saints of the church. I would rather talk about how, how I would rather talk about all the things that are negative about me that brought me to who I am and where I am than talk about me being where uh, me being bigger than what you see me as. I mean, me being higher me being what you see me as versus me being what I know I am. Hallelujah. 
It said, I would rather, I would rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Wait a minute, amen. Why would he do that? Because why did he say, what did Christ just tell him? My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Whose strength is made perfect in weak? God's power is made perfect in our weakness. At our weakest points, God is giving you the power. At your weakest point, God is your is your strongest point. Amen. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, and in, this is Paul talking in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sakes. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I am become a fool in glory. I am become a fool in glory in me. Ye have compelled me, for I ought to have been commended of you. For in nothing I am behind the very chiefest apostle, though I be nothing. The Bible says that if you exalt yourself, God will humble you. He will, you will be made low. By exalt, that means if you lift yourself up higher than who you are, God will break you down. But if you stay humble and you stay low to your lowest form, God will lift you up and he will exalt you above all things. Here we find that if you get down to your lowest point, then you really aren't at your lowest point because God is working and Strengthening you had made you powerful and more and stronger than you had ever been before. This is the God that we serve. Amen. The thorn in Paul's flesh is like the rest of us. You get a nice car and you go driving through your neighborhood and everybody's looking at you like you the man, man. You did that. No, God did that. You got that promotion at your job. Did you get down on your knees and thank God? Because God did that. You got that money, that big house that you finally wanted and you worked and you saw but then you walked around telling everybody your house, posting all the pictures on Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. You work for that. No, God worked for that. How would you have that if God would not allow you to wake up? All the years that you worked to get it. How would you not have that if God not opened up the door to get you to meet that manager that gave you that promotion, that got you that money, that extra money to pay that last note to get that house or that down payment? We are in a world today where everyone wants to take credit for God's work, God's blessings, God's uplifting. God's anointing, God's salvation, God's saving. We are living in a day. I heard a song. One of his old oh, can't can't. This is where we are, saints. This is where we are, saints. This is what it's coming to, saints. God is. God is with us every step of the way. God is blessing us every step of the way. 
God is anointing us every step of the way. God has given us gifts every step of the way. There is nothing that you have accomplished on your own. There is nothing that you have done on your own. Let Paul's thorn be your thorns. Amen. Let you think about the shortcomings that you have in your life that God has saved you from and changed you from so that he can exalt you too and stop trying to take credit for it. There's a song, like I said, the day, I mean, that day was a song by Drake, I believe. Came up, that's all me. No help, that's all me. No. Don't get that mindset, amen, because of the Bible says pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. The Bible says pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before. So let me translate that for you. If you get too full of pride and thinking it's all about you, you're going to fall. Amen. And I want you all to remember this, saints. This message is for me first because I don't preach this of my own. I don't deliver this message on my own, it, but it is God working through me, which means it is a message for me relayed by the spirit of God through me to me then for you. Hallelujah. No pointing fingers. I'm known a level that you are. I'm a sinner just like you. I have my weaknesses just like you have your weaknesses. Amen. No judgments, just a message from the Most High by way of one of his servants. And I thank you for taking your time out to listen. Remember, stay humble. Thank God every day you wake up. Thank God throughout the day as you're still alive because you're not promised the next second. Everybody talking about, yeah, you ain't promised tomorrow. You not promised the next second. Meteor could hit you in the head. Go outside, a ladder fall on your brain. Step out in the street, get hit by Anything could happen, but God is sustaining you because he has a plan for you. Remember, today's message, the thorn in Paul's flesh. He was once a persecutor of the church. He was once jailing Christians, chasing them down, busting in their houses, busting up their meetings and gatherings. And then he became one of the hardest runners for God, saving, anointing, delivering messages, being jailed, going from city to city, delivering God's word, church to church, writing letters when he was incarcerated to churches, still doing his job for the Lord. But he did it all because what? He always gave God the glory for all the things, good or bad. God got the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. As did Job. Job lost everything. What did he say? The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But there is no one greater than the Lord. Come on now. What are you doing for God today? What am I doing for God today? Are we giving God the glory for everything? Or are we taking all the credit? Don't take God's credit. Because remember, if you put yourself up high, God going to bring you low. But if you stay low, God going to lift you up. There's a saying they got in the world that comes really from the Bible. They say, when you're up, 
There's nowhere to go but down. And when you're down, there's nowhere to go but up. Hallelujah. Yeah, uh, what that say, huh? When you lift yourself up, like the Bible say, you're going to be brought down. And when you keep yourself humble, God will lift you up. Amen. Let's pray, saints. Lord, we come to you right now, Father, and we just want to thank you, Father, for the things you have for this message. Thank you for revealing to us the thorn in Paul's flesh. Thank you, Lord, hoping that it will reveal to us the thorn in some of our own flesh. Lord, I pray, Lord, that this message falls upon those who needed to hear, Lord, and that they will apply what they've heard and read to their daily walk closer to you. These things we thank you and pray, Lord, to you in the name of our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ, and let the church say, Amen.